Hello, and welcome to the CDO Magazine Interview Series. I'm Dessa Glasser. I run the data and analytics practice at the Financial Risk Group. And I have the pleasure today of talking with Denise Lutcher, who is the CDO of PNC Bank. Denise, you spent the past 13 years at PNC and the last seven years as CDO, among your other risk roles. And as CDO, you built a enterprise data management organization that oversees all aspects of data management, including the investment in data and analytics. So I'm going to start by asking you a few questions on building a data-driven culture. So first of all, how have you set up data communities at the firm and how do you keep them relevant? That's a great question. It's something I love to talk about because I think we have a good story here. Uh, so as you know, Dessa, data literacy, that's a commonly used term, but data literacy is very important. And, you know, when I think of data lit literacy, it's about focusing on the competencies involved when someone is working with data. So part of our approach to having data literacy is that we've established several data communities for various data functions. So for example, we have a BI reporting community, we have a data scientist community, and then we have an overall general data community. And we do wanna keep our communities very relevant and we want their membership to keep growing. So some of the approaches that we have taken is that we host various community events just for the purposes of communication, training, and peer networking. People really like the peer networking events. Additionally, we really want to educate. We focus a lot on educating, so we bring in outside speakers to help with that. Also, it, as far as keeping them relevant, we need to know what our members want to hear, what they want to learn, where they're struggling with their jobs. So we take surveys before we set the next year's uh, agenda and curriculum. So these surveys are very helpful. Uh, people have a high participation rate with the surveys. And then we also want our, our communities to be a destination place where people want to go. We, we try to make them exciting and we want people to experience FOMO or the fear of missing out if they're not participating in a data community. And then lastly, I would say to keep them relevant is we want people to feel some type of reward um, in their current role by participating in a community. So we do reach out to all of the managers of the people in our various communities to make sure that they know uh, about their employees' participation and ask that they please mention it in their accomplishments at review time. So those are a few ideas of what we use. That's great. So you engage the whole community when you do this. That's fantastic. Yes. Okay, great. Let's let's just uh, talk about some of the obstacles in, you know, in initially establishing and implementing a data-driven culture. You know, it's a lot of education, et cetera, but mm -hmm. like what are some of the obstacles that you faced and how do you overcome them? Right. So, you know, when I think of data culture, too, I think also more firm wide, even broader than our communities. And, and I think, you know, one of the big obstacles is there are seem to be two prominent cultures. There seems to be the people that create data 
And then the second set of people are the people who are the users of data. So when you first think about the creators, we feel, you know, creators need to better understand how data is entered um, and used by the data users. And then the data users really need to understand what data is available because we do not want people to reinvent data for every type of usage that they have. And, that, and another obstacle is that just some people don't even see data as an asset and they do not realize that they have a role in the carrying and feeding of that asset. So one of, one of the things that we do to bring this to life for people is we try to, to really highlight what data capture errors, the, the damage that they can cause, the risk that they can cause as they move through the data lifecycle and they are used by people further downstream in the process. Because that can really demonstrate how data errors can impact everyone at some point in time. Okay, great. That's that's uh, very good advice. So do you have any recommendations on for others on how to engage the entire firm in your journey? You've talked about, you know, how you educate people, et cetera. Mm -hmm. How do you really engage the entire firm and make sure they understand where they're going? Sure. So so we we really did this very purposefully. And, you know, my thought was it can't just be my team trying to force a culture change across the firm. So we spent a good year building our data communities because we really wanted to leverage our data communities as the base foundation of people all across the firm to help us launch a larger data culture. So I did. So before I even went across the firm, like I said, we spent a year uh, working on building out the communities and getting our communities to help us launch this culture. So and again, you know, in the culture, we strive to show everybody how data is everyone's business. And then another thing that we do to really impact the culture is we have a week-long firm-wide event called Data Days, where we have different panels, discussions, different education classes. And again, it's geared for everybody, not just data specialists. And one of the things that we do that get rave reviews is uh, we have game-based learning. And people just seem to respond to that. So every day you can go out there and play a game about data. Um, I remember one year we had Hollywood data squares and various executives in the squares answering questions, all pre-recorded. Uh, this year we're going to do the data dash cab uh, based after a popular show on TV. So, um, and then also, you know, besides this week-long day-to-days events, every month we publish an article out there across the firm on data. And I would say that I have a very small but mighty communications team that really works with my team and the communities to pull all of this together. I couldn't do it without them. And I can really tell that we are changing the culture because I often get introduced as the person who is making data fun. And I think that can be the <laughs> highest compliment that I can get. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. So making data fun really helps spread the culture. Playing games. Now that People love to play games. They certainly do. Yeah. And you know what? It, it makes them learn a little bit better. You know, you sit there and, and try to take tests, but if you engage a community, it makes huge difference. I think it's a fun so, break of their day that they can go out and play a game every day about data for a week. So yeah. Now I want to play one. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Maybe after our interview. Yeah. Um, so uh, now we've experienced a lot of volatility and uncertainty in the market. So between the COVID and uncertainty in world and political affairs, we've had recent bank failures. We've had a debt crisis. So through it all, how have you managed to keep your team motivated and focused during really uncertain times? Now, that's a great question, uh, and it is certainly uncertain times these days. So first, I would say that in general, data teams, whether it's stable or uncertain times, if there's ever a such thing as stable times, but uh, data teams in general really need to be agile with changing priorities. You know, data teams just need to be able to pivot to their business needs. And I would say this skill set becomes even more important during uncertain times. Additionally, I think, again, you know, I think this can apply at any point, but you need to make sure your employees can tie their work to how it's making the firm better. How does it benefit the firm? You know, people really need to see relevancy of what they're working on. They need to understand the why. And, and, and I think, um, you know, that's very basic, but it's always good advice, especially if you have large teams working on different parts of an initiative. You really need to tie them to the relevancy of what they're working on. Uh, clear communication always helps. I mean, it's simple, but it's important. And I use humor a lot. So, you know, definitely use humor, humor as I'm meeting with my team. I have a monthly all hands meeting and I often try to call out what we're doing, tying it to what's going on with the firm, you know, make, make them see that, you know, there, there's a, a lot of good in what we do. You can have fun along the way. And of course, you know, this, this next saying is pretty popular. But never let a crisis go to waste. So if you have an emergency, you're working on a crisis, it's a good time to maybe get some of those baseline data governance, data standards, metadata things uh, that you want to get in place. It, you know, sometimes you can use a crisis to help get some of these, you know, more expand your data foundation. Fantastic. Okay. I think that's all the time we have. So I wanted to thank you, Denise, for joining me today and uh, tell the group listening that uh, visit cdomagazine.tech for additional interviews. But I've had a lot of fun. Thanks so much, Denise. It's been really interesting. Thank you, Dessa. It's been great.